0: Welcome to the swim, Swam podcast. I'm your host Coleman Hodges joining me today. She's an NCAA champion, NCAA all American from Cal 2016 Olympian. And currently a member of the LA current pun intended. Uh, Abby (laughs) White. What's up? How's it going, Abby?
1: Hello. I'm, I'm doing well. I'm just in the bubble hanging out. Just got back from practice and, uh, yeah, no, nothing really new, (laughs)
0: there's a lot i want to discuss with you but let's talk about um this current situation let's talk about this last match uh you, you it seems like you've kind of hit your rhythm um inter- at least from the outside looking in you know you've hit american records in the 50 free 100 free um it, how did how, how would you assess the the last match
1: um i think it was extremely fun first of all i'm having so much fun here um being able to race again and just being on i mean i love um la but just seeing everyone that you normally see at swim meets even on other teams it's just been a blast here um so uh, i think last match uh was obviously probably my best one so far and i think you're absolutely correct i have started to hit my stride a little bit kind of figured out how to get back into racing um the feel for that how to not only just now that the first those that was my fourth meet so the first three meets um the first one was just a, a blur you know first meet, bang, get back into racing, hit it. It was a shock. Um, second meet, um, I did decently, not, not my, not my best. Um, I didn't swim the hundred at that meet. And then the third meet, I swam the hundred freestyle individually. Um, definitely was, uh, it was like a new race coming back into it. I hadn't raced it yet. And so I got a feel for that. And I think the four putting everything together, you know, um, kind of, continuing on the 50. Um, I don't know, just having a little more, more rest, um, as well as just, uh, looking at my videos and going over my race plan and trying to execute that as well. Being able to hit the turns a little bit better, short course meters is different. So learning the walls a little bit more and, um, yeah, just, just rise, rising off the emotional high, keep that going and, um, doing stuff like that. So it's definitely been fun and I'm really excited for the the upcoming meets.
0: Yeah, but sh- so short course meters, yeah, obviously different. Like you know, coming from an American perspective, I think fans might think you know it's yards to me. It's not that different, but you- then you talk to the athletes and 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 everyone pretty much consensus is yeah, it's it's a lot different. Um, what do you find to be the biggest difference there? Is it just kind of the physical side of or or more like the technical side of, of strokes and getting your strokes and turns down, or is it more of kind of the energy management of how you're actually swimming your races?
1: I think it's everything. I mean, um, I think to start off with the stroke technical aspect, um, although it might not look different, it, it can be, depending on what stroke I know people um, I just talked to people about this, but um, for different strokes, I know like people have stroke counts in their head for when they do a turn and um, it's not long course. So there's normal stroke count for yards turns into a completely different, different game, short course meters, because it is, it's just more swimming. If you think about the time difference, like a hundred freestyle, Although my fifty-one-two is is good, I don't know how that really relates to the yards times. But like, let's say forty-six seconds in a hundred freestyle, and you're swimming fifty-one seconds in a hundred meter freestyle short course. That's literally so much extra time to be racing, even though it's not. It doesn't look like it, and so it's a lot more swimming, and it's a lot more for Americans like learning where the turns are and learning how to you know you get a little bit more time to get your groove in before you hit your turn your your brain i feel like you we swim yards so much that we're like in the back of our minds like intuitively like oh you're turning now and so like in short course meters your brain's like oh you've taken this many strokes or you see the t turn and you're like no but i need one more stroke and so it's like you're kind of fighting your like the back of your mind um for when you're supposed to do things and so it's just a lot different even though it doesn't look it Um, so it definitely getting into that, even off of not having raced in a while that took a, that took a second and it's still, still taking a second, but uh, a lot better.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, In a similar vein, um, like you said, it it doesn't look like a big difference, but it is for you personally, just, you know, as, as more of a shorter swimmer, let's take the 50 free, for example, you know, you went 23, four in, in the last, in one of the previous matches, new American record, the 21 short course, like even that slight of a difference, like what, what is the difference there for how you're approaching that race? And when you're actually swimming it,
1: I think, um, in like the 50, I don't think it's, I think it's still a lot about the turn. Um, obviously like if you can nail your turn, you're going to have a decent 50. Um, because it's a lot of it's start and turn there is um you have a couple more cycles each lap which um i feel like is good for me um because i feel like i'm my turns are fine like i've gotten a lot better at my turns but i think i'm better at swimming than turning still so i think having maybe a few extra cycles in there to to continue on the rhythm could be good for me um if i can nail my turn which i think i i had a pretty decent one last meet um, so that helped a lot compared to the other, the other meets. Um, so yeah, it's definitely just different depends on who you are. Um, if you're an underwater person and you're really good at underwaters, you're still going to have a little bit more swimming to do after. So, um, it just depends on the person and how you look at the race and how I look at the races start and turn and, um, being able to get into my groove a little bit is going to be, is going to be pretty helpful. I think with a couple extra strokes in there.
0: Yeah. And so, so then let's, let's move on to, I guess your schedule, you know, you, regular season's over now that you can kind of take a breath and look back on it. How did you feel, you know, you obviously, you kind of already broke down how, how you, your performances at each meet, but just kind of what did you learn from that sequence of meets? I'm guessing it's pretty different than even, you know, your regular college dual meet season of uh, just in terms of mentally pr- mental prep and also, how often you're racing.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I, many people would describe this as a college dual meet times 20. Um, it's, <laughs> it's the same format, same idea. Um, you're racing four times, two to four times. Norm, most people, I feel like two to four times in a session, um, in a short amount of time, two hours, uh, you got a lot going on the races. Um, it's all about points. It's all about uh, maybe you're being put in events that it's you're not gonna likely win, but you can rack up the points for the teams where uh, for the team. So it, it's it's very similar. You're going for points. You're going multiple races back to back to back, um, and it's it's very interesting, um, especially with uh, not being able to like the extra minutes that you have to take to be behind stage. And um, so that's where it kind of gets chaotic a little bit because you're supposed to be behind stage a certain amount of time before. And although you can skip the ready room at this meet, it's not as important. Um, you're still having to stand behind the stage for a second before you walk out. And then it's just, there's a lot more going on than a dual meet, which is why it's so much more blown up as well as um, there's a lot more at stake. You're getting paid. We're a professional athlete. Athletes, we're here. We're trying to earn money. You know, like this race means more. Um, although it, we're not. It means more than just like team. We're trying. We love. Like I love being a part of a team. It's super fun. But like we're here to earn money, and um, so there's a lot more at stake. It's a lot more. A little bit more pressure on on your shoulders when you're behind the blocks. I feel like. Um, so there's that aspect to it. And I feel like my schedule, we played around with it a little bit. I swam the 50 breast the first meet, um, swam the 100 IM a couple times. And I think they, they got a feel for kind of what our lineup's going to be. I'm, we still haven't been told, but I, I'm assuming I'll be in pretty much the same thing. Um, who knows um, if they'll play with it a little bit more. But yeah, I feel pretty good about the lineup. And it's just honestly, like I said before, it's just been so much fun. And I'm so happy that like I came and that this has happened this year. I wasn't even, no one was sure that this was going to happen. And now that I'm here and able to race, I'm like, so happy. It's, it's so much fun.
0: Yeah, the let's, let's break down that, that, uh, financial piece of it a little, um, you know, you've been a pro year and a half now. No, if,
1: I just graduated.
0: You just grad? You just, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, no, that's okay. I took a gap year. I, uh, I took a gap year that's after right. high school. So, okay. Yeah. So I graduated high school in 15, took a gap year for 16, went to college fall of 16. And so I just finished. Um, so I just turned pro actually.
0: <laughs> so, so this is, this is your first ISL season. This, this is your first real experience, you know, making money through racing. Um, and, and like you said, I don't think, I, I, again, as a fan, we don't always consider that. That's like, Oh, these th- you're racing for money, especially with the jackpot rule that you can steal people's mm-hmm. money. I just talked about this with someone mm-hmm. else. It's like, that's, that's intense, but also, you know,
1: yeah, really
0: fast. That's cool. What, yeah, yeah. Break that down a little more of just what it's like to race for, for money, for, for your living.
1: I mean, I think it's the same as it's always been, um, like when you're a professional athlete, um, and even before when I was in college, you know, I, I, I live in the Bay area. It's, it's very expensive to live there. Um, uh, and it's not, it's not like my scholarship covered my full rent. You know, I've always been, you know, racing to make a living and, um, not just for that reason. I don't want that to be why I'm just swimming. I, I promise you, it's not. I love swimming, and there's many other reasons why I'm swimming. But for that part of it, um, we've always been as a professional athlete. You're, you're, you're. That's your job. You're, you're racing, and you're trying to go fast. You get paid the faster you go, the more money you can make. And this meet just blows that magnifying glass up for people because obviously at this meet this meet was made to help professional athletes um financially in a way and so this is just a giant magnifying glass on the situation going on and I think people are more aware of how much money they're making as well opportunity and when at this um gracing Hello.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're back. Did you?
1: It reloaded. Did you hear all of that?
0: I heard most of it. Uh, I think we cut out it when when people are have this opportunity of racing.
1: Oh yes. Um, sorry, the, my computer like refreshed everything. I was like, oh my god, wait, where'd he go? Um, I think yeah, there's just a huge magnifying glass on the situation, um, and fans as well as athletes are way more aware of what's going on with the finances. And when you're behind the blocks and not that that's what I'm thinking about behind the blocks, but when you're, when you're up there racing for a living to, for me specifically to pay rent in the Bay area for food, for people, have families, people like all of that situation that just blows up the the pressure and the intenseness of everything as well. So, um, it, like I said, it's not a different situation than normal. People have always been racing as pros to, to make a living, but I think this is just a more interesting thing we've never had before. Um, it's a brand new thing to the sport of swimming.
0: Yeah. How, how, how have you been able or how have you dealt with that pressure thus far um, just, just in these last four weeks?
1: Um, yeah, I think that honestly I've – Every, every, every penny I can make has been awesome. Um, I honestly haven't been solely thinking about the financial aspect of it. I've just been enjoying racing, and I think that's um, kind of what benefits me the most as an athlete is to kind of just enjoy what I'm doing in the moment, like enjoy racing, have a lot of fun, and then whatever comes as a, as a prize is awesome. And, um, yeah, that's partially why I'm here. Obviously, I wanted to be able to race, get racing experience. We don't know when we're going to get that again. Um, before next year. So definitely here for that and for training and to have fun. But like when the financial situation is adding up as well, it's, it's pretty nice. So I think uh, there's not a lot of pressure for that, but I would say that it's a, it's a great deal of um, a pat on the back when you, when you do well.
0: <laughs> definitely. That, that makes sense. <laughs> it seems, yeah. That seems like a really cool <laughs> thing. Um So, uh, you know, you mentioned how much fun you're having. Um, the, the LA current seems, seems like they have a good dynamic. You know, I've talked to several of your teammates and they all say the chemistry is there. Um, how have you felt you guys come together in the past few weeks? Um, obviously, you know, you already know a good amount of people on that team, but to have, you know, the entire LA current come together, how do you guys feel you've meshed in these last few weeks?
1: Uh, honestly, I think I, I couldn't have asked for anything more from the team. uh, uh I am so happy that I'm on this team and Cal teammates here. Um, but I've met on this team and just the time you spent the people you race with the people you cheer for so fun. And I so just that everyone's stepping up and wants to like swim. I think people, the team is moving in such a, a good direction because we have um, found like the groove of taking each meet, learning from it and like keeping it going rather than everyone being on their own path um, and being like, well, I'm going to rest for this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. I mean, people are all over the place in their training anyways. Like some people I I find it hard to be like, yeah, everyone's tapered because some people didn't come from their pools being open for that long. So they weren't like at a peak before they could drop. And so like, everyone's at a different place and like, yeah, we're all, we have raced so much. You can't not rest your body in between the races and the meets. Um, So yeah, I think just trying to hit things on their own. And I think that's really cool. And it's been really fun.
0: I, it's, it's, that sounds really cool and really fun. And for me personally, it's been really interesting to hear about, like you said, you know, swimming has this idea of like taper, you know, it's like you train really hard and then you taper and like, this is just a totally different experience. It's like, you're racing so yeah. hard. You can't not rest in between mm-hmm. those race days especially when it's like two on two off two on.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: so what, what has, what has your training looked like just maybe the past couple weeks? Um, you know, what are you doing to make sure you're putting in uh, the work you need to, but also being race ready?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I came from a solid base of training beforehand. Um, so when I got here, um, I kind of kept, we had to quarantine and then we kind of raced right away. And then after the first meet, you kind of got to assess a little bit, um, Kept a good aerobic couple practices, dropped down. Um, then we had a double that that week. So obviously uh rest like didn't do I can't even remember, didn't do too, too. There's no way I did too much in between or eight day <laughs> break before the fourth meet. So definitely just got back into the little bit of training, never got like crushed, did did a couple doubles, did some lifting. Um Dropped down to singles the last like four days and like kept it steady. Um, a little bit of tuning before the fourth meet, and then now, um, I took yesterday completely off. I wasn't planning on it, and then I woke up and was like, I'm just gonna uh take the day off. Um, we have four days. Honestly, sometimes you just gotta let your body recover. There's no way we're getting out of shape, we're racing so much, and there's only so much you can do. You're not gonna like get in shape four days before a meet, you know. <laughs> so it's like, I, I decided to take yesterday off. Um, today hit a little bit of tune work the next two days. I'm sure I'll do the same. So that's what I've been doing. I'm sure people are very similar to me. Um, not really sure, but I feel like that's what I need to do and try and get a little bit faster for the, for the semi.
0: Yeah. It, and it sounds like from that, you have a fair amount of independence. I'm sure, you know, that comes with the pro territory, but also with kind of not having a specific coach yeah. there in the ISL, how much you know, how much of a plan did you have going in with your coach or just with yourself of like, okay, this is what I'll do. And then how much do you use like the LA's coaches to kind of guide that as opposed to just knowing, okay, I need today off.
1: Yeah. I think that I am someone who doesn't like to decide my own practices. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. always, I feel like I'll question whether that's what I need to be doing. Um, so I like a a lot of guidance. There's a random occasion where I'll be like, ah, I'll just take it from here. Um, but I think that I've just had a lot of support from whoever I need support from. Yeah, Terry's not here, but I've been in contact with Terry. We didn't have like a plan coming in. Um, but I've had help from honestly whoever I need. We have a lot of great coaches on staff. Um, I'm with a familiar training group. Um, I've I know all that I'm training with obviously Katie's with me, who I train with every day, and we swim. Um, with the Cal guys who we're no, and we're obviously friends and familiar with. Um, we have a couple people join our group sometimes. So it's just like people I'm familiar with and, um, whatever I need from a coach, if I want to work out that day or want advice, like I'll go to anyone and ask. So, um, it's, it's, it's about like a team kind of thing. And whoever I need guidance from that day, um, they're totally open to helping. So it's a, it's a pretty good system we got going here. And, um, I think a lot of people are doing the same.
0: And I think one of the, the coolest things about ISL that we've heard is that it does, it just does bring people together like that. Um, that wouldn't yeah. necessarily get to be together. Have you uh, trained with someone who you wouldn't normally get to that was really fun or just had an interaction with, you know, an athlete that you didn't even know, or you hadn't had much interaction with before that was like, wow, that was really cool.
1: Yeah, honestly, this whole team, like this sounds like cheesy because it's like, oh, the whole team's great. But um, <laughs> honestly, I've met the team that people I didn't know on this team, which I've known a lot. I know a lot of them already, but like a lot of the the people who aren't from the US that I didn't know are incredible people. They're so much fun to like sit at dinner with or like race. Like I'm in the races with Beryl a lot and she's awesome. And like, I, it's just like people that you're, you you aren't normally that you would have never really met or like spent time with, like, obviously you've maybe raced them before or something, but people you don't really get to know. It's, it's really fun. And everyone I've met here is so incredible and it's, it's been, it's been awesome. And it's, yeah, ISL does bring people together, especially this year. I feel like we're in a bubble for six weeks together and um, we're the only human interaction that we have with each other. So we got to hang out and, a lot of fun um and yeah so only definitely a bonding experience
0: yeah i i can't it's hard for me to imagine a scenario like that because you know like you said you're forced to bond you're forced to hang out with those teammates um, because it is a fairly isolated environment um has has there we talked about you know kind of the highs and lows has there been Um, a particular low point for you throughout these last four or five weeks? um, Or just, you know, a hurdle that you've kind of had to get over? um, Because of because of the situation because of where you at with with swimming, you know, in any of the above?
1: Um, I haven't felt like there's a big hurdle I need to get over. Honestly, this outside of swimming, the situation's been great. I've like, I can't complain about anything. Um, I know a lot of people feel the same way. I has done an incredible job. Um, like, I do not feel like I've been here for almost five weeks. <laughs> I feel like I've maybe been here for like two and a half. Um, <laughs> it's gone by insanely fast. I haven't been like sitting in my room yet. Like, oh, I'm so bored. Like, I've just been, I've been chilling and everyone's been having so much fun. And um, the swimming wise, I think the first meet was maybe if you, if I had to pick a hurdle um the first meet was a little like getting past the mental side of like okay I just did not swim very very well um Mm -hmm. whole six weeks are gonna go like uh, but other than that I feel like I've just um personally had a pretty smooth smooth ride and um hope I can continue it
0: yeah so, and, and speaking of continuing, you know, you've got semis in what, just a day or two and then, uh, and then finals after that, you know, fingers crossed. Um, so again, going back hopefully, to that, yeah, hopefully <laughs> going back to that subject of, of, of tapering, you know, it's like, how do you prep for, or, you know, how do you come down or rest? Um, when, when, like you said, it's like, you can't build back up and then and then come back down. So how do you continue that momentum moving into the postseason?
1: I think that most of it's probably mental. Um, uh, Just like I said, you can't just, you're not going to, if we, let's say we have semis and we make finals, we have our semis Sunday, Monday, and I think finals would be Saturday, Sunday. So we have about five or six days in between. Um, and you, you're not going to grind for two days and drop that just, you're just not. (laughs) So I think that it's mostly mental and looking at your races, fine tuning things that you need to, obviously you're not going to fix something in five days, but maybe you need to work on your turns a little bit. Maybe you need to do this. Maybe you need to do that. Um, keeping your, a good feel in your stroke, I think is really important. You know, doing some, some drills or sculling or something that you like to do, um, Doing some letting, making sure you you rest your nervous system a little bit. You know, you just did two hard days of racing. I don't think I think it's hard to feel like you need to like get up and do a twenty five fast at practice to make sure you're still sharp. But making sure you let your nervous system reset and like calm down um, before maybe hitting something fast again a little bit before the like the day before. I think that's really important: is learning to control your emotions and like settle down let your body recover let your mind recover let your nervous system recover and then pop back up right before and like be ready to go i think it's mostly that learning to control and then learning to control as well like i said just staying on the pathway like confidence wise and knowing that nothing's gonna change in five days if you did well you can do well again you know and if you if you didn't do as you wanted there's you can like it's going to be okay like you're not going to just like continue to drop you know i think it's just like knowing that everything's going to stay up here and um that that part of it that's really hard to do i feel like as an athlete especially in this situation when there's a lot of racing going on so that's something to to keep in mind
0: it's again it's the it's coming from such a different perspective than like you know your typical train for nine months and then (laughs) rest for one meet. Um, and it's so interesting to hear about. And, uh, that's, I am I'm really excited to watch how semis and finals unfold because of that. Uh, do you, do you have someone you're looking forward to seeing swim maybe outside of yourself or the LA current?
1: Um, I mean, I went, no, not specifically. I love watching swimming. Um, I think it's really just probably cause I am a swimmer, but I think when I'm done with my races, if I'm not in the last event, being in the box is so fun um, to watch everyone swim. And like, if I'm not in skins watching skins is literally my favorite thing ever. It's my new favorite thing to watch. Um, so if I don't get to be in it, which that would mean that our team didn't win the medley. So I'm not in it or something like that. Um, So if I don't get to be in it, which I hope I do, but we'll see. um, Then watching it, that's what I'm excited for. I wouldn't say it's a person. It's skins. I love watching it. Men or women. It's so much fun. Like nothing swimming's ever seen before and it's such a, like a, emotional, high, emotional, high, emotional, high, like right after one another. And there's just so much going. So that's definitely something that I always look forward to watching.
0: Yeah. The, do you have a favorite skins to, to uh, stroke wise?
1: Um, no, I like watching all of them. Um, I've done it freestyle. I actually did it show. I just didn't make it fast the first round. So, so that doesn't count. Um, but I think watching any stroke is fun. Um, if I were to choose one to do, obviously it would probably be freestyle, but, um, I would love, obviously it's not, I'm not going to get the opportunity here, but I would love to try a different stroke skins to see what happens. Like maybe some backstroke or I learned how to do a backstroke start here. Like, well, obviously I already knew, but I like, I didn't perfect it, but I got decently better at backstroke starts here because we weren't sure if I was going to be swimming like the 50 back at one point. So, um, like, a couple of weeks ago. So like in practice before, like, I started doing backstroke starts. And so I was like, maybe I I wish I could do like a backstroke skin. That'd be. <laughs>
0: That's I, I, that, uh, that brings up another topic, which is just how, how, how have you felt about getting the diversity of events that you've gotten to swim that you we've gotten to see other people swim, you know, I mean, it really kind of, Puts an emphasis on uh, being a well rounded swimmer, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's super fun. I mean, the 100 IM is one of those interesting events, I think, and it was super fun to swim. Um, who knows if I'm going to be swimming in semis? I really don't know. Beryl did an awesome job, so maybe she will be. Um, but I did get to swim at a couple meets, and it was so interesting because I dove in and I'm sure everyone felt the same way because no one swims 100 I am um and I was so like confused I was like okay butterfly okay I'm now back okay now I'm now I'm done like it just happened so fast and I was like so confused because you want to think but then you don't have time to think but when you don't think you don't know what you're doing I don't know I was just so confused I also was really nervous about my back to breast turn because I can only really do it really well on one arm and I was really focused on landing on my right arm um and then so it's just like it was really a lot of confusion in there but it was fun because it was something I had never done before and I got to race people I don't normally get to race like I got to m- race Mel Margalis which me and Mel never raced but like in the ready room we were like yeah we get to race each other because like we just never race because she swims I am and um so that was fun just being around different people and racing something that no one ever gets to race. So that was really fun. That was probably my most favorite. And I think it's really fun to watch people aren't normal. Uh,
0: So uh, to wrap things up, I don't want to keep you too long, but um, outside of swimming, um, what activities have, have you enjoyed so far? Um, be it, you know, your meal routines, the uh, things you're doing with the other teammates. Um, what are you doing outside the pool?
1: Yeah, it depends on the day. I think before the first couple meets, um, when we had a little bit more time in between or things were new, I would take a lot of walks around the Island. Um, we're allowed to be outside. Um, a couple times a day, um, we're not allowed to leave the little island, but the island's beautiful and there's so much to see on it. And so you can just take a lot of me and Katie would take a lot of walks, um, just to be outside as well. Um, it's gotten extremely cold here, so I have not taken a walk in a while. <laughs> so, um, it's pretty, it's pretty cold here. Um, but outside of that, um, I've been watching a lot of movies, a lot of TV, been ha- just hanging out in the lobby with people they have a coffee bar downstairs so me and katie will, will sit in the lobby and have some coffee or like if you sit there long enough people pass through and you chat um with random people and so um i don't know just let, hanging around with p- different people having some alone time watching tv in my room like sometimes you know like just sometimes you just want to be alone and watch tv <laughs> so um yeah just depends like what you, what what i want to do that day. Um, so yeah, not not too much. Everyone's like, if I talk to people from home, they're like, what's new? I'm like, literally nothing is new. Um, I am still in this hotel. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but it's, it's, like I said, I can't complain. I, I haven't felt like I've been bored stuck in here. Um, it's gone by extremely fast, so.
0: Well, that I, that that's really cool to hear, um, <clears throat> because that seems like a situation that could get really stale really quickly, and so. Yes, um...
1: I was a little nervous about it coming into it, but it's I couldn't have asked for anything better. Nice.
0: Um, well, Abby, any parting thoughts uh, or thoughts heading into semis before we let you go?
1: Go, LA Current.